Blog Talk Radio. G's on the Yes, sir. Back in full effect. This isn't going to be your usual Will and Will show. We're bringing you a special Outsiders Boxing Podcast with me and my man, R.C. R.C., what's popping today, my man? USA Wins Again is the name of this one. Hey, I thought I'm not mad at that title, man. We're always so quick-witted when it comes to the cleverness of what's going on in the sport of boxing in itself. And I'll tell you what, Willa, we already know what it was coming into this fight, and we know mean faces and uh, angry personas don't win people fights. So uh, I'm American first, and and I'm a, uh, I'm proud of my heritage, but I am an American first, and I don't know how you don't go for Team USA. Cool, cool, man. Hey, like I said, this is the will. Uh, this is usually the Will and Will's podcast, but you know, outside of boxing is coming at you. I know me and RC been bullshitting for a little bit, but we will have our own, uh, our own little thing. We've got the, we've got the logo uh, done. We've got everything done, but we wanted to make sure we got this in. We wanted to do it last week, but we couldn't uh, before get our pre, get our pre picks in because I'm pretty sure. Uh, RC was picking Kovalev, but now all of a sudden he's pro USA. But we'll get to that. Uh, but what we got is uh, we had an excellent fight: War versus Kovalev two. Um, it, it was it was it was what it was supposed to be, man. It was a great fight, an excellent fight. Um, there was a lot of nonsense, a lot of uh, crying afterwards. We got to see the true Kovalev. We got to see his lip quivering as he. As he got beat by a guy who who said he couldn't punch, we got uh we got some bad calls maybe by the ref. It was a dirty fight. We got all stuff. We got all kinds of stuff, and we're gonna talk about it for sure uh, on this Outsiders Boxing Podcast uh, presented to you this time by Will and Wilkes. But you know, uh, in the future, we will have our own thing. You know, um, but let's break it down, RC. I want you to uh I want you to go ahead and break down the fight, and then I'm gonna break it down too, and just what you saw. And uh, you know, from from the beginning to the end, what what did you see? Well, first things first. Um, I was always a fan of Kovalev throughout the years. How could you not? The guy puts on fights that the fans would like to see, finishes fights. Um, but but coming into this fight, I spoke to multiple sources from uh, uh, people that we know on the inside and people out, and I always said that. My bronze opinion was uh, was uh, rolling with Kovalev, but my brain is always telling me that a guy that – there's just certain guys you just don't bet against. Floyd Mayweather, Andre Ward is, is one of those guys because you're talking about a guy Canelo. who's not – Canelo, that's a different story, my man. <laughs> that's a different story because <laughs> he, he, uh, he got the briefcases loaded up. 
So that's a different story when it comes to him. But you're right. He, he's up there. I mean, he did get around against Floyd somehow. So, shit, man. You got to finish that guy. But but when it comes down to it, um, a defensive mastery of boxing, I say top three guys I could give it to easily off the top of my head would be Floyd Mayweather, Gamal Rigondeaux, and Andre Ward. And what do all three of those guys have in common? Everybody likes to throw trash on them. For whatever reason, everyone wants to see uh, uh, just barroom brawls, and that's what we got UFC for if you want to see some clowns throwing some some garbage shots and see somebody get finished. That's cool. But I, I am a fan of the science. I like to see the defense as much as the offense. Uh, not, not too many people can say that. But, you know, for this fight, I, I, told, I, I had told multiple sources, like, uh, just don't bet against Andre Ward. A few people are out there in Vegas. Don't bet against him because he's not a guy to bet against. Uh, that was proven um, in his last fight. But, I mean, this fight, talk about a chameleon when it comes to Andre Ward's style. As soon as the opening uh, round started and they got in those same instances where the clinch was going down or was about to go down where Ward got a lot of his work in last fight, chopping the body up when he was inside. Uh, Tony Weeks was breaking that up very quickly. So there was not going to be no advantage for Andre Ward like it was last fight doing some work on the inside, uh, as Suge, Suge Green calls it, wrestling. So uh, Ward, he figured out a way to, you know what, when it came down to it, Virgil Hunter was being completely correct, talking about we trained Ward for this fight for a knockout because they expected the, the, the big, dumb Russian to keep coming forward and be all angry and this and that. But when it came down to it, that's an easy way to chop somebody up. You just got to keep working them, keep working them. As soon as he comes in, Ward was getting them. And look, man, I see what people are saying when it comes to they're talking about the low blows and all that. But you got to think about it this way, too. When Kovalev was bending over as much as he was and Ward's still throwing them shots, that leaves a small window of opportunity for somebody with a clean shot. So, yo, uh, you know, Kovalev, that's his fault for being in the position he was in, and he he can't be complaining about that. And, um, you know, it's just been complaining left and right from the entire team Kovalev. Kathy Duba should be ashamed of herself for speaking to the fans the way she was at the end of that fight. I mean, she sounded like a full-on – uh, uh, a full-on Donald Trump supporter speaking to a, a, a crowd of Hispanics or something like that. It was very unprofessional on her point, on her on her stance. And I mean, uh, it's just it's something that look to me, it was a borderline shot, but it was in the area of the belt line. So I would not call it a low blow. Um, and and you know the last one did look like a low blow, that final shot, but that's because Kovalev was already bending over in a position to where. Hey, man, Barely. you're letting yourself get hit right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, he's got nobody to blame but himself on that. Yeah, that was like yeah, like the lady said, the blind lady said, barely. He barely got hit low. Kovalev was, was ready to give up, man. <laughs> what I saw, I saw like, I saw what you saw. It, it, um, Andre Ward seemed to be attacking the entire time. Andre Ward. Like I said at the end of last fight, walking out of last fight, when people ask me what's going to happen in the rematch, I said Andre Ward figured it out. He's gonna, it's just going to be um, uh, the 13th, 14th, and 15th rounds. You know, this is going to be rounds 13 through 24 uh, because Andre oh, Ward yeah. figured him out. He figured out that he couldn't get that shot. He figured out that he could take the shot, that he, you know, he figured out what shot he needs to look out for, and he, he gave it to that guy. Now, it was some close rounds. A lot of rounds were close. And I had it, uh, you know, the dumbass merchant had it like uh, Andre Ward won like 
one round, right, or two rounds maybe at the most. I think he got knocked out in the eighth. So I think uh, what's-his-name might have had it uh, five to two going into the eighth, right? I had it. I had Ward up um, five. No, I had Ward up one, I believe, um, and so did everybody else around me except the Ward haters. Ward was putting in some good body work. And I hate I hate this narrative that if you if the if you're attacking you're winning, you know so you know like oh Merchant oh you know I gotta uh, you know go round three we gotta see him he's been attacking the whole time like nobody cares about that. He's attacking <laughs> but he's getting hit and you know it was crazy because this time Ward was doing the punishing shot you know I looked at Kobolev he didn't look that much in shape you know he's usually when I've seen him. He just looks like a regular guy, but this last uh, on Saturday night he didn't look like he was in premier shape, and it, and it proved it. He came out hard too. Now, no doubt he came out hard, but I could tell from the beginning, you know, uh, War was just outboxing him. War was staying in the pocket. He was backing up, but he would trade with him every now and then. Trade in the pocket. He was very, very defensible, a, a defensive master in them, making them, mm-hmm, making them miss, mm-hmm. making them, making them look bad, making them mad. You know, he's getting hit. In the, you know, he's got his, uh, he got his uh, pants up like Steve Urkel. He's getting hit. Maybe it's low, but it's not in the balls. You know what I'm saying? So to act like you're getting right, hit right. in the balls is just like your boy, like uh, the Rigandau fight. Now, real quick, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pivot to that real quick. The Rigandau fight, mm-hmm. when the guy got hit and acted like he was knocked out and it backfired on him. We'll see how it all plays. I don't know if. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he tried to sell it, and he and he laid, and he got, yeah. and he got, and they called it a KO. But they might switch it. We'll see what they do. Um, you know, they were trying to. I don't know what they were trying to do to Riggin now, but uh, you know, yeah, but, they, but he tried to sell crazy. it. And that's what Kovalev was doing. Kovalev didn't want it. Like Kovalev didn't want it. And Tony Weeks just told him, "Stand your ass up." And that one time when uh, when Ward was like looking around, that's how you know he's not no Floyd because Floyd Mayweather would have stuck him twice. Bang bang, got him out of there. But Ward is a nice guy. He's looking around, making sure that the ref, you know, what's going on. And he gave it to him. Then he hit him with that right hand. And your boy did the salsa, dog. I thought he was – I thought we were back in Mexico the way he did that salsa dance, man. And it was over. Oh, yeah. That was, Kobolev, that was a mean shot. Kobolev mental – Kovalev has no mental ability. Um, and he's a – like you said, he's a bully. And then he cried. His lip was quivering at the end the way – you know, I don't know what happened. What happened was – your ass set on the ropes. And people say, you know, you're supposed to I'm not I'm not gonna claim to be a boxing expert and I wish we uh maybe you know the rule. Um, but I thought sitting on the ropes is the same thing like standing in the corner. You're not down. So if you're sitting on the ropes with your hands up like you just like you taking shots, that's like you're not defending yourself. You're not taking a knee. You know what I'm saying? You're just in no man's land. Like yeah. you're just standing in the corner taking shots. That's no man's land. So for people no that say that he needed to, you know, they needed to stop and to give him a stand in eight, like it was, he didn't need no stand in eight. You know, he was losing. He gave up. And and I don't want to hear nothing. That's two wins. Easy work. It's almost, turned, you know, it turned in as easy as going to get. Ward fought his fight. Ward looked good afterwards. He wasn't all beat up. Kovalev is a sucker, man. Kovalev was all hype. Kovalev is a, is a guy that – that want just like Triple G got his name off of fighting bums, and he finally fought a real guy and he lost twice. You know, I wish Stevenson wasn't a chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll talk about that. Make sure we make sure we talk about that Stevenson versus. Oh Wilson. yeah, we won't I, I forget about Stevenson. Very interesting. 
I got something very oh, interesting. Yeah. But I wish Stevenson would have did that because he could have got this guy here. Like, you know, but maybe he couldn't take the punches. I think, I don't know. But everybody was scared of Kovalev. War proved that, hey, he ain't the real deal, man. Uh, these uh, these Eastern uh, Eastern Europeans, they're not they're not better than Americans. You know, y'all can put people want to put Lomachenko with nine fucking fights as the best guy in the world. Not That's anymore. a joke. Andre Ward is the best guy in the world. Like I was saying on OTG two years ago, like I've been saying, the best fighter in the world is Andre Ward. And, and uh, we'll talk well, about I, it I got Stevenson fight. Yeah. He, he could, go ahead, go ahead. I got to add one on there real quick, though, because, like, I agree with that. Like, I agree with everybody. What Andre Ward has done, two wins in a row against, against this man who's got a body on his record and all that, so scary, right? But I got to say, since Floyd Mayweather's out of retirement and now, he takes that number one spot until he knocks out McGregor, and then Andre Ward can get the number one spot after that. So he's taking a silver by default just with Floyd coming to, uh, coming to rob a bank without a car, no. without a ski mask, without a weapon. Mayweather is robbing the bank as a pedestrian with no... There was nothing on him. <laughs> with nothing, just the just the gun in the just the hand in the pocket. He's robbing it with the hand in the pocket, saying, "Give me all your money." But, yeah. But we got to be fair. <laughs> we got to be fair because remember, Ward didn't come out of retirement as number not even retirement. He didn't come off this little thing as number one. Remember, and remember when Floyd right, right. came out again. The, when Floyd came out the the uh, the first time, they I think they people still had Pacquiao as number one. So we're not, you know, Floyd's coming out. He's not even fighting oh, nobody. I'm gonna do him just like we true. did Ward. Like I'm a, I'm, I'm fair. I'm a Ward fan, but I was fair when he took those two years off. I said, hey man, you got to beat somebody before you, before even though I feel you're the best. You know, I've always said he was the best, but we couldn't rate him as the best because he took those two years off. Floyd's been gone for two years now. He's still the cow. He's still the cash cow in the game. Oh you know, yeah, he yeah, yeah. yeah. Out. He done took Canelo's place as a cash cow, but we're not gonna go. He's not the best pound for pound anymore. He he isn't fighting anybody. He's fighting uh, he's fighting all uh, he's, the Irish. He's a little Irish. Man. They call him the most uh, dangerous man in, on the planet right now. Is what the what the mainstream media is calling the guy he's fighting the most the baddest Ooh, man Mark on the Henry? planet. Like he, he. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But what you got those knuckleheads over there at ESPN like Skip Bayless uh, anointing Conor McGregor as the baddest man on the planet right now. Like. If that, I mean, and you know we'll what? Get, it's let's funny. get to that. Let's get to that, man. Let's not. Let's give Ward. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go Let ahead. me just say go this ahead. real quick. Let me just say this real quick before we go there. We can go there right after this. I just want to mention this real quick. Um, you gotta re- recognize. I always bring up the, the the dirty politics of boxing, and no doubt in my mind, HBO wanted a part three for Kovalev Ward. So if it went the distance, I, I guarantee you that it would have went the other way, robbery towards Kovalev's favorite. Like, to be honest with you, when it, without, a, without biasness aside, with all biasness aside and all that, I had Kovalev up by one round before that fight ended, but it was coming back into an Andre Ward fight, I mean, easily. And that first round was a swing round, so it could have been either way going into that round. Um, but, you know, Steve Weisfeld, a former HBO employee, he had Kovalev up 68 to 65 before the stoppage. I mean, this is the same guy that scored the seventh round for Triple G in the Jacobs fight. And Triple G clearly lost that round against Daniel Jacobs. It's all about the agenda when it comes to the people at HBO, the, the powers that be. So it doesn't surprise me that the, I mean, 
I think that they had Kovalev up by three rounds, maybe four, like when he got stopped. So, I mean, it's just always going to be some sort of crookedness into it. And it just became such easy work for Andre Ward that he turned into a knockout artist, even though he's not a knockout artist, because he knew all the questions that were being thrown at him. He had, he had his homework studied and he had it on point to the T. He had all his I's dotted and his T's crossed. It was easy work for Ward and he turned into a killer because of it. Easy work, and they said it was a knockout. And I said, watch out for the knockout. It, I mean, Ward that was masterful, and I hate, and I hate that the Kovalev fans are forgetting the blows to the back of the head. You know, oh, the it was a punches. dirty fight. Oh, yeah, right. It, yeah, it, was, it was a dirty, dirty fight. You know, I will take it back. I'll take it back to the Rigandau fight real quick. Rigandau and this guy are punching at the same time. Right? Hey, yeah, it's in the heat of the moment. Bro. We're both punching at the same time, but I knock you yeah. out, so it's supposed to be, uh, you know, I'm, you know, it, you got to play it even. The game is even. So you know, War was oh, catching definitely. shots in the back of the head. He might have caught some, uh, some, uh, low, some low blows. Barely. You know what I'm saying? Some barely <laughs> low blows. You well, know, definitely. I don't, yeah. you know, so I don't want to hear this. Being impartial, like, yeah, let's be fair. <laughs> yeah, Kovalev, he went out like a clown. Duva, uh, Kathy Duva, you know, she's telling people to shut up. You know, they were sort of being a little disrespectful, but at the same time, she was to be more professional. You got to have guy better class that, than that. Yeah. You yeah. can't be on the level. Guy she that has more class than that. Who was the Russian guy at the end that was, he was saying that, uh, like, on the little preview, the build-up to it, he was saying how Ward should have gave the belts back. That's what a real champion would have done. He would have gave him the belts. And then at the end of the thing, joke. he said that Ward was lucky. Like, this guy, you know, go take your whiny ass back to Russia, back to Mother Russia, because you can't see you can't see these U.S. guys. Uh, you know, I'm not going to even say brothers. This is USA. This is a USA thing. The USA yeah, yeah, should yeah. be proud. And that, that really pisses me off. Like you said, we've got a guy that's won a a fucking med- a gold medal for for the USA. We've got mm-hmm. a guy that doesn't mm-hmm. get in trouble. We've got a guy that does it all the right way. And these motherfuckers a wanted a man. Russian guy to win. They wanted a Russian guy to win. Like what? Do we, you know what is that? You tell me. Why, why do you think that great is? Guy. I know the answer. Oh, we, we both probably know the answer. But if you want to go that route, I mean, I'll just say this. It becomes a certain point in time, like Andre Ward said, where people get tired of seeing you win. And why do you think they would want to see him lose? Well, we got a lot of problems in this country, in the United States alone, and I think that it's a simple answer for why people would want to see him win and going for a Russian. And you know what? Shame on the Russians as well, because I would expect that kind of behavior and that, that sort of crybaby with a K instead of a C that sort of crybaby act to come from those guys from the UK, not from Russia. I figured, I thought those Russian dudes were real dudes. I thought they were like, they take it on the chin if they lose and they'll come back for you on the end. But I mean, this team Kovalev has had excuses left and right up the ante. And it's like, man, yo, you, you, you're leaving a bad taste in your mouth of the public. When you come out like that, you can't accept your L like a man. Kovalev was saying he wasn't hurt, bro. You were hurt. Anybody. I mean, a blindfolded, Stevie Wonder, head head covered in a basement, could see that shit. Like, you would, I mean, this dude was wobbly legs, like you said, that right hand flush that got him stumbling right there. I mean, hey, Ward was chopping him up, man, and, and if he's saying that, like, he wasn't hurt, that's a lie. He's a liar. And and then he, you know, 
before the fight leading up, he was saying that, you know, uh, Ward punches like a woman. I don't think he's going to tell nobody Ward punches like woman anymore after the way he got stopped in there. Because to me, it looked like, it looked like he, he thought that he was fighting with the last 10 seconds up, but he still had about a minute and some change. So he knew he had a long way to go for the, the type of pain that he was dealing with at that time. You, you, I mean, you know, you know what it is. And I'm just being honest with it because, like I said, my, my bronze opinion wanted Ward to lose and get a third fight. Let's get it popping again. But like I said, when it comes to the brains of the sport and the business aspect of it, um, you just don't bet against guys like Andre Ward to lose because, I mean, the dude hasn't lost since he is probably 13 years old. And he's one of the smartest fighters in the game today, hands down, bar none, no questions asked. And if anybody has to ask a question about it, well, look what he's done. All those clowns that said that Andre Ward was scared of Triple G, what the fuck is Triple G done? And what has Andre Ward done? Now you tell me, if you look at both of those guys' moves, who's scared of who? Triple G don't want none of those problems, big fella. I promise you that. That's 100%, man. And what I would say is that uh, I would also add that Kovalev said he was going to end this guy's career. He wanted to punish him like he did old weak-ass, uh, uh, what's, uh, what's the weak black oh, guy Pascal? from Canada? Uh, Pascal, Pascal, yeah, like he did weak-ass Pascal. <laughs> Ward ain't no Pascal, dog. He ain't a real, he ain't Hell a, no. You know, he ain't a real brother. He, you know, he's a Haitian by way of uh, by way of uh, Quebec or something. You know, these guys ain't the real That's deal true. out there. So, uh, you know, I don't want to hear it. He, he he put it like a bad taste in my mouth, and I would give him respect. I always give Kovalev respect because he was killing boys. But as we see, you know, he's really nothing. He's one-dimensional. But he was killing boys. I gave him respect. But the way he was like he wanted to end this guy's career, like you could – it put a bad taste in my mouth, but you could also tell that he was scared because why, you know, he, and he couldn't do it at all. And then he also said that Ward wasn't the best fighter he fought. So – and I hate the way that's that a, they that's said that. That's a joke. Yeah, I hate the way that they set Ward up to have to talk first when they know this guy was going to say stupid stuff. You know what I'm saying? So Ward has to say, like, hey, you know, Max asked him, hey, is that the best fighter you fought? And he's like, yeah, Max, you think so? I'll have to say so. And then to go over here and this mm-hmm. fool that just says that he, he's not, Ward isn't the best fighter, but he's the one that beat you twice. So guys that you beat were better. Like, yeah, on, that's man. ridiculous. That's a joke, man. Ward is what, like, he, like, I give him respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way was at the end of the fight, the last fight they had in November, I thought that, I thought that Kovalev barely edged it out the same way that Triple G barely edged it out against Jacobs. I thought it was by default, and it was a close fight, 6-6, six, six, plus the knockdown, whatever. It's, it's not important. How, and the way that Ward's reaction was after winning, and, and that's the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way. Before that, I mean, even, even to this day, before the fight even happened last Saturday, you can't knock Andre Ward. And I tell people that all the time is because I tell them, I don't know why you knock him. This guy does everything the right way. He's a great family man. Don't get in no trouble, like you said. Mentors all the young fighters. And when it comes down to Andre Ward talking on the microphone, if you want to ask him a question, you better be specific because Andre Ward is going to be like, you know, he is, he's so precise. With everything he's talking about, it's not a, it's not a facade, it's not a show. If you want to talk the business of boxing, Andre Ward knows the fucking business of boxing, and um, you know, shame on Kovalev for being that type of way. Like where it seems like he hasn't learned anything. And I tell you what, I was uh, when I first heard of this rematch coming in, whenever it was announced, 
I was like, uh-oh, Copeland's going to be mad. He's going to get that work back. But then after a while thinking about it, it's like all of a sudden is, is Kovalev going to be scarier? Is he going to, like, throw something that he hasn't thrown? He said he's not out of gas, so he's going to throw less punches. What is going to change in Kovalev's game plan that's going to get to the psyche of Andre Ward? Because Andre Ward's got all the answers to the test, but Kovalev just got it one-dimensional. He only knows it one way. He knows basic math. He don't know algebra. So when it comes down to it, it's like you got to give respect what respect's due, and for Kovalev not to, that's just uh, – it, it's really classless, man. And uh, especially on the, the team standpoint of Kathy Duva and all that, I mean, that's just terrible, bro. Like, you guys – you got to be better than that, man. And if you're not – well, you're talking about ending the guy's career. I think main event might be ended uh, from that standpoint alone because, you know, um, it, it, the way they promoted this fight is terrible. The, the, I mean, Rock Nation – they're not the greatest promoters in boxing, but, shit, they put their guy's name out there, and they got Andre Ward a lot of money for it. Main event didn't do nothing for Kovalev. If they would have got him, if, if main event would have did anything for Kovalev, they would have got him percentage on pay-per-view sales and ticket sales. But he got none of that because Andre Ward bent him over, and they fucking, they, they, they gave in to everything he was asking for. And because of that, because of the, the unprofessionalism, of, of, of Kovalev and his team and just trying to get a rush back in there real quick without doing your homework on the guy and thinking that, oh, it, this is going to be easy. Well, look what happened, man. You got chopped up and, you know, I think that he needs to go back to the drawing board big time. And um, it's not a, a, a big knock on Kovalev neither. Like, I, I, this is bad by him for sure, but he's not a bum at all standpoints. He's one of the uh, top contenders in the division it's just everybody thought he was the man. And, you know, when it comes down to skills, paying the bills, he's just not the man when it comes to fighting Andre Ward. He could probably fight him three more times, and he'll take an L each time <laughs> that he gets in there with him because Andre Ward is just a smarter fighter, and, you know, he does his homework. I mean, Andre Ward is looking at the psyche of this guy, and Kovalev's just looking at, oh, I want to punch him. And you know what? Another thing, shame on Kovalev for the way he treated John David Jackson, not listening to him and listening to some Russian water boy that, I mean, John David Jackson is a three-time champion in boxing, and you're not going to listen to him. You're going to listen to some Russian water boy who's just a, a strength and conditioning dude. You might as well get Chris Algeria on your team because he's a strength and conditioning guy for Danny Jacobson. At least he won a world title from somebody. Like, it was a really disrespectful on the part for Kovalev, the way he treated John David Jackson. And, uh, I mean, the way I've seen it, win, lose, or draw, John David Jackson's going to get the – he's going to get the boot regardless. I mean, yeah, Abel Sanchez spoke on it when he trained Kovalev for his three fights. Or not three, I'm sorry. He trained him for eight fights. And he's like, you know, uh, we just had to part ways because the guy's untrainable. He's not a, a – he's just an asshole when it comes down to it. Like, he said he likes his fighters to have fun in the gym and all that. And Kovalev's just a, he's a really mean dude. And he's a, a one, one-sided opinionated type of person. And if it's, if it's gotta be Cole's way or no way. And Hey, you want to go your way and disrespect the sport and, uh, and, and uh, take your uh, training camp message with having some vodka on the side. Well, it's not going to work against the cream of the crop. It, it'll work against guys like Pascal and all that. But mm, when it comes down to it, he disrespected the sport and the sport disrespected him live on pay-per-view in front of the world. Goddamn. Boxing. Hey, live. This is, uh, 
This is this is this is karma at its fullest, live in front of the world. And Kovalev, he just can't admit. He just can't. He can't. He can't take an L. He just can't hold an L. He got excuses for everything. That's weak. Yeah, for everything. This guy was just his, his mid guy, and he said on the uh, Build Up show uh, that um, J- uh, J- uh, Jackson was just his mid guy. He wasn't gonna listen to him, and whatever happens is all him. You That's know? fucked up, and, bro. Uh, that's fucked up. Right. That's crazy. He just said he's the mid guy. So whatever, you know, that's why John David Jackson told it like it was. You know, he was out there. He wasn't protecting himself. He was just crawled over. He was done. His lip was quivering at the end. And, uh, you know, like you said, he isn't a bum. I'll still show him respect. He's just not He's just not what, he, what we thought he is. He's a one-trick pony. Yeah, yeah. No and, doubt. And that no was doubt. for no bum and of Stevenson. So speaking of Stevenson, what – what does Andre Ward do next? He was talking. He was talking crazy about cruiserweight and oh uh, no, yeah, heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't want to see that for my man. But he said it had to be the right person. You know, that's what he said. He said it had to be the He's right talking person. Talking about Anthony so, Joshua. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, 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 no. He's talking about a bum with a belt. So if like if Christopher oh, okay. Martin had the belt. You know, if, no, Charles Martin, if Charles Martin still had the belt, Martin, for that, sure. he would probably fight Charles Martin and beat him. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he would do. You know, he had to, He said it had to be the right person like that. It ain't Joshua. It's talking about, you know, like, like Roy Jones. Well, did. Virgil was saying Joshua. Guy. I'm sorry. Virgil was the one saying Joshua. Yeah. That's, that's my bad. Yeah, Virgil was saying he could beat Joshua. He ain't going to fight no Joshua. I mean, come on, man. That would be a bloody murder. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that talk, would be man. murder. I mean, you yeah. got to move up. Yeah, he ain't doing that. <laughs> you got to move up slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And cruiserweight. I, mean, I don't know if you can take it. that. There yeah, ain't I'm, nobody really that think... cruiserweight, but, I mean, just the, the levels, you know what I'm saying? You got to get acclimated into it. You can't just fight some fucking champ. I mean, unless, like, uh, you know, even Charles Martin, uh, you still got to give the benefit of the doubt with the guy being, you know, used to punches and throwing some punches that, uh, nobody else in the division scene, but you know, uh, when it comes down to it, let's let's do this real quick. So that's 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 uh, that's foolish talk right there. Going to heavyweight, I don't think that's a smart move at all. But I think the move that makes the most sense is the dude you brought up just a, a few minutes ago was the Donna Stevenson. All of a sudden, he wants to unify. We haven't heard him talk about unification. I don't think ever, and for damn sure, he ain't talked about unification in the last three years. But all of a sudden, the the Russian dude that he was afraid to look outside and go get his papers because he thought he was across the street waiting for him. And now that he's out the picture, hey, life's good for Stevenson. He's thinking that he's going to get some easy work on Andre Ward, it seems like. But no, no, no. It ain't going to be as easy as he thinks. RC, I'm a Ward fan. This guy punches Uh hard, man. Stevenson does punch very hard. If I'm Andre Ward, I just probably pass on that. You know, I try to so go back down. Look at down. you, Willa. Keeping it really Ward, real. Keeping it 1,000 right here. Yeah, hey, that guy, he might be able to win because he's one-dimensional. That's why I think. He's old. But that's what I he think. punches hard. He punches hard, dog. Like those shots, Kovalev was hitting him. If Stevenson hits him, it's not – It's Kovalev hits hard, but he's not hitting that hard, dog. This guy is just yeah, Kovalev, busting through you know, boys, Kovalev's knocking punches boys are just out. Kinda, uh, flush. Kovalev's punches are kind of flush and, like, 
with 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 skill in them. But Stevenson, when he land, when he throws, because look, uh, Ward was getting hit against against Kovalev this last fight. He was getting hit for sure. He didn't come out unscathed, but he didn't get hit with no big shots. And we know Stevenson. I mean, ask Juan Farah. Right, but Stevenson baby big shots shot. are big shots. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, that's hey, this guy's freaky, man. So if I'm Ward, you know. Hey, I don't know if he's big enough, but he might be. And if Ward, and what I will say, if Ward fights Stevenson and wins, he he he's over Floyd Mayweather as far as boxing. Ooh, really? Oh yeah, he's got to I mean, be. He then did the super six, came back. He done unified super middleweight and unified uh, light heavyweight, right? Floyd, yeah, how many did Floyd? Did unif- how many? How was? And I think it's like, did, was he? Was I think there was still one belt out? He wasn't undisputed, was he? I don't think so. No. Well, well the difference be, is, is that. You know, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But wouldn't he be? Doesn't doesn't uh, Stevens have two belts, or does he just have one? He might just have one belt. I probably need to look that up. Yeah, he he just got the WB. He just got the green belt. He got the green strap, just like Danny Garcia right. had the green strap in the in the welterweight division. So who's got so, the yeah? Other he's strap. got the Andre Ward got all of them right now, besides that one. So Andre he took Ward them got all the three. That last fight. Yep. Okay. Well, hey, he took all yeah, of them for the unifier. So he didn't uni- So he's he'll be the undisputed, right? Yep. I mean, yeah, there's no question Mayweather was ever undisputed. I'm not uh, sure he waited, he waited Like, look, I'm not trying to say that Manny Pacquiao would have beat him four years ago. I'm not trying to say that. But I will say that the fight would have been a lot more competitive at that time. But it's like, it's, it's, it's all in the same realm of the bullshit boxing fans talk about. Like, oh, uh, who do you think would win between uh, Anthony Joshua and Mike Tyson? It's like, I hate when people talk about comparisons like that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't compare different eras. Just like it's just like basketball. Like you cannot, you can't tell me, in the, you know, with a straight face that uh, John Stockton would beat Steve uh, Steve Nash one on one. It's just like it's it's different eras. The the evolution of of humans in itself, it's so different. The games evolved. There's so much. I mean, everyone's got to be sharper on their whole game, all round. And it was different back then. So. What's I'm not going to say that many RC, times. RC, this, Talk to this me. is, uh, Ward, Ward is, is like, you know, he was fighting when Mayweather was fighting. He was coming up. I mean, he's not of a different, I'm not, I'm not comparing, I'm not saying they're fighting who's better. I'm just saying who has the better resume. I'm talking about, you know, un, being undisputed, well, the, being the, being the man at middleweight and light heavyweight, beating guys at their primes, you know. True, but he's got, at the same you know, time, winning a super, winning the super six, like winning a gold, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, no also doubt. having a gold medal. It's, you know, it's, it's like, hey, he didn't get the money, he ain't getting the, he ain't getting the what you call it. But if he beats Kovalev twice and Adonis Stevenson, and then he won the super that's, six, that's big time. And he, and he beat what's his name? Uh, uh, not uh. Who did he beat Dawson? He's beat a lot it's of guys. Not... He's beat a lot of guys, man. I mean, it, hey, it, like, there's no, there's no knock on him. Yeah. There's no knockdown, bro. This is special. Like, well, Andre Ward, definitely, like, he's he's definitely got a big pile of cement ready to be paid for his legacy. Like, the only difference is that I would say is that 
the middleweight division wasn't that hot when Andre Ward was taking over. And when Floyd was taking over, the welterweight division, it's always been hot, and it still is hot. It's the, it, it, the welterweight division and the heavyweight division is the cream of the crop in boxing right now. But I'm not trying to knock Andre Ward because what he's done up to this point, like, hey, man, you got to give respect where it's due. And I would love to hear guys like Sugar Green, people who knocked him so bad. I wonder what they got to say now because, hey, I'm keeping it 1,000 with you. I was not the biggest Ward supporter coming up. But as soon as he did come back off of that long layoff for promotional issues, and I seen the way he was going about his business, hands off. Tip my hat. Respect. Give that man his credit. You know what I'm saying? But, and, and, and then to, to top it off with a cherry on top by taking out the guy that everybody was most scared of, the way he did, full credit given, regardless of how it went down. I don't care about that because it ain't boxing if we ain't got a little bit of controversy. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, it is what it is. Give that man his props. Let him live, B. So, um, hey, what Ward's doing is special. And if he does knock off Adonis Stevenson, hey, man, uh, shit, you got to put him up there as far as one of the all-time greats, hands down, like regardless of what money he got in his in his way of, of, of bowling, uh, bowling pin guys, whatever it was, he's up there, no doubt. Like, um I think Floyd might even be a little, because uh, you know, we know Floyd keeps a uh, he keeps a pulse on boxing. He's uh, always he's always watching what somebody's doing, whether he talks about it or not. He'll talk about it on certain instances where, like you know, for example, when uh, they asked him about Andre Ward and uh, bringing up a gold medal, Floyd didn't win a gold medal. He's very salty about that, so he says, "Ah, I don't care about Andre Ward's gold medal. I melt it." Like so, you know he he. Uh, I'm not saying uh, Ward's breathing down his neck so closely, but he's breathing down his neck a little bit. Um, hey, uh, Ward definitely got to get mad props, though. Like, I don't want to hear none of that shit. There's no excuses. Like, every, like I, I tell everybody, there's no excuses. Just let's, just give props where it's due. And if you don't give props where it's due, like if people are still talking shit saying, oh, no, it was dirty, that's not a clean win. You're, well, don't talk to me about boxing because – you're just like you're basically just making excuses for somebody that you wouldn't make excuses for the other side. So you know people just got to be consistent, bro. No, I'm 100 percent with you, man. Uh, they're gonna hate on Ward. Ward is cemented his place as one of the all-time greats. Um, he is cemented, but if he beats, if he fights the Donna Stevenson, who punches that hard, who's murdering guys. Uh, I'm putting him down as the best guy uh, that probably we've uh, we've seen in a long time, and that includes yeah, Floyd Mayweather, like, who fought yeah, guys because, bro, who fought guys when they were old. We even yeah, though I love bro, Mayweather, he was you know, bro. Like yo, people want to talk shit about Stevenson just because he avoids fighting Kovalev, but people don't want to give him credit for what he's good at. It's a world full of, hey, you know what it is, man. I mean, on any moment, in any given time of sports, you got internet trolls, you got people online just waiting to catch you, uh, get crossed, slip up on the court, and they're going to do a video edit of you traveling through space, traveling through water, all this shit that they do online. You know what I'm saying? So it's a world full of, hey, everybody want to see you fail, you know? Um, And Andre Ward, for whatever reason, he's categorized like as if he's talking shit about everybody. 
So that's one thing I always give Andre Ward credit for is a consummate profession. And you cannot teach that shit to nobody. Like Adrian Broner, you know he's my boy, but he tries to he tries to play this <laughs> persona up to date of being a professional. But at the same time, his bipolar disorder comes out every time, like during press conferences today. He tries to be professional, but you know what it is, my man. You take somebody out the hood, but you can't take the hood out them. And Andre Ward, he came out of the O, out the Bay, where, you know, I'm I'm really close by that area. I got family that live out in Fairfield. You know, shout out to my cousin Treyana and all them. It's, I, it is what it is, and it's, it, it's in the bloodline out there. But Andre Ward, you would never guess it if you talked to him. You would never think that he's from the O talking like that. Andre Ward is a guy who's self-made, and he has not slipped up in his professional career. And people still find a way to hate off it. I don't, I don't buy into the hate, man. Because when you buy into the hate, it's everybody who's trying to fit in. And the one standing out is the real dude. So I give props to Andre Ward. Real dude right there, man. No, 100%. But speaking of uh, another real dude, that boy Guillermo Rigondeaux got a controversial t- uh, knockout, you know. But like I said earlier, uh, he knocked home, oh, oh, oh boy out and uh, Chucky. And he was he was acting, yeah, Chucky. They not he knocked Chucky out, but I don't think he knocked him out. I think he was acting. Um, you know, Rigondeau was putting in easy work. It was about to be easy night. It looked like it was uh, like a teenager fighting a little kid, but the little kid had longer arms. It was real weird in there because that guy was way taller than uh, Rigondeau. But he was it was easy work. I don't think that guy wanted anymore. They both threw at the same time. His missed because Rigondeaux was faster. He got hit. He was sort of – he got dazed, but he thought about it, and he acted like he was knocked out until – but once the uh, referee said uh, knockout, he, he woke up real quick. So I think he was faking. Oh, yeah. Um, hopefully, oh, yeah. you know, at the end of the fight, they said they might change it to a DQ uh, if it was after the bell. Uh, hopefully they just do a no uh, no contest and not try to soil this guy so he can be like uh, Lomachenko and have a oh that's that's bullshit too man that's fucking yeah. bullshit for them trying to like talk about disqualifying him afterwards like get the fuck out of here they're both throwing and they were pushing the same it. fucking time yeah it was just the same they time were sort of Gamble, it, he, yeah he he stood up for all midgets in the world and I'm five eight. So I ain't no I ain't no big dude neither. So he held it down for them dudes out there like that. You know what I'm saying? He put it down like and check it out, man. Chucky, whatever the fuck his name is, is not to be worried about. Because he knew it was the first round, man. He knew that going into the later rounds, he was gonna look more foolish as he was already missing with big shots. He was throwing he was trying to hit him with something. But Gamma Rigadell, I mean, shit. I was talking about pound for pound best defensively earlier with Floyd being first, Rigondeau second, and Ward third. But, you know, real boxing heads know that Gamble Rigondeau is – he should be pound for pound number one when it comes to skill-wise. And when it comes to this fight, this dude knew he had no chance. Man, as soon as the first minute was up, it was a wrap. It was a wrap like a Taliban number hat. Number two, bro. He didn't, want, he didn't want no problems with that, man. And so what did he do? He sold, like you said. It was a good shot, Rigondeau landed. But he knew he heard the bell, and he knew that it was after it. And so he just he, – he looked for a way out, the same way Kovalev looked for a way out. Dudes that look for a way out, they know that they don't want to – they don't want no more problems. 
Like, yo, I'm on TV right now. This shit's pay-per-view. Like, if I if I get them DQ'd, cool. I'll get an easy win, and I'll beat Gamma Riggin down, like, by default. But nah, man, that shit don't happen like that, man. And HBO, man, they really want to get an L on Riggin' record so bad. I mean, because they don't want Lomachenko to get in there with, with, with Rigo. They don't want that. I mean, they're they're already anointing this guy as pound for pound number one, but he got his ass cracked by by Orlando Salido. Like, come on, man. Anybody who anybody who's talking about talking about Lomachenko number one pound for pound, that's a joke, dude. Like, they're saying he lives in the Matrix. All that bullshit. He wasn't living in the Matrix against Salido, and Salido. I mean, you know, he's not a bum, but he's he's a savvy vet that you don't want to get a young fighter in there with, and they fucked up by doing that. And, hey, he took an L. So, shit, I mean, I'm not a – I mean, he's a really good fighter, and he's got a lot of skills for sure. But to me personally, I don't see him as number one pound for pound. Uh, You know, um, I I can't even give it to a guy like Triple G right now, who I know they want to give it to, because of that that, – I thought he lost to Danny Jacobs. That's just my personal opinion. So I don't give a fuck what the, the outcome says on, on box rec. That's just what I think. I think he lost to, to Jacobs, and that's just how I look at him as a, as a, a fighter with a loss on his L to, to Danny Jacobs. And when you want to try and anoint somebody uh, like a, a mythical uh, position in boxing is pretty much what the pound-for-pound ranking is, uh, it, it just don't matter to me like that. So I, I can't give no credit to guys that want to, you know, proclaim that they're so great, but – you know, especially like Lomachenko, you got an L to Orlando Salido. That's uh, that's not impressive at all to be number one pound for pound. The guys that I'm looking at number one pound for pound, they got to be untouchable. And, um, you know, for me, like I said earlier, Andre Ward should be number one pound for pound. But now that Floyd's out of retirement, uh, it looks like he has to take a back seat for, what, two months now. And um, just keep it moving from there because I don't think Ward's going to be fighting – for the next three to four months, maybe longer. Shit, I would enjoy this ride right here. Set up a fight with Stevenson down the road if you want, or if you want to move the cruiserweight and give somebody that work, it is what it is. But, yeah, that shit that people talking about, Lomachenko, that's a joke, man. Like, these these white folks here in America, they want to associate themselves so bad with, with, peop- with dudes from overseas they want to proclaim them as one of their own just so they can have somebody to back them up. It's like, they don't claim you like that. Lomachenko ain't claiming white folks in America as one of their own. It's just how it is over here, man. You know what it is, Willer. Oh, no, 100%, man. Um, I just uh, pulled up on that ESPN. What they did with Rigging Dow is going to be a a no contest. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I read it that it was after the bell. He was he was stuff uh, holding the guy's head down, giving him some uppercuts before that. He was tripping at first. I don't know what he was doing, but you know that that's not an L. At least they didn't soil him with an L. They just got him with a no contest, no big deal. And uh, I got Rick him. He's probably, probably like, shit. <laughs> Ricky Dow's probably like, see, this is why I be defensive and y'all hate on me. But when I want to throw these hands. Y'all wanna y'all wanna take y'all wanna give me a no contest. It's like, and it's a double standard. Everybody wants their cake and eat it at the same time, but it never goes that way, man. It's terrible. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't feel it, but at least it's not an L. I'm not really mad at it. 
you know, you play in, you, you play with the uh, with a gun and get shot. That's what happens. He, he did throw after the yeah. after the uh, after the bell. He got caught. Yeah, you know, it wasn't on purpose. They were both fighting. So you know, I'm not really that mad at it. But uh, rigging down, he gets he does he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Um, but you know. It is what it is. He's gonna have to prove it. He's a little dude. He needs a big fight. Uh, like I said, him against uh, Flores, it was looked like a teenager versus a little kid. Except the little kid had some long ass <laughs> yeah. arms. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. who would have thought? Like the card with Andre Ward and Gamma Rigondeaux, and who would have thought every fight on that pay per view would have went by a knockout? Like it would have been stopped. Nobody would have thought that shit. So hats off to everybody who got a W that night, including Rigondeaux. I look at that as like a win, man. Like, yeah, it was a little bit after the bell, but shit, man, we done seen dudes throwing shots a lot later after the bell where they ain't they ain't stopping nobody or telling nobody nothing or taking no points away or nothing like that. It was just the fact that this guy tried to sell that he was really hurt from a illegal shot. So it's like, you know, it is what it is. It's water under the bridge now. Yeah. No, I'm 100% with you. So we'll see what's up, man. Hey, uh, we're going to go ahead and end this thing, RC. Appreciate you coming on. Well, not appreciate it. Hey, you know, we're going to do this every time. And, uh, yeah, we got to keep it going. Uh, we're going to keep it going 100%. Uh, we'll holler at everybody, let everybody know what time, when, and where. Uh, but we'll be coming soon outside of boxing. We'll holler. And that's a bet. <laughs>